0: Variety is the spice of life and poker has a lot of variety. Although a common thread runs through them all, the means by which they are executed and presented is what gives any particular variant its appeal. So even though one form may be popular at one given location and point in time, it doesn't mean that all others can just be discarded or ignored. It is even possible for new variants to emerge and gain traction among a given group of people. As long as the core game mechanics remain the same, it doesn't really matter what twist people decide to put upon it. Greetings and welcome back to Checkpoint Gaming, Poker. With this episode, we will be going over variants. When playing poker, unless already established by the host or club, the players should decide what version of the game they will be playing. With the versions of poker that are available for people to play, we'll be looking at a handful of them here but if we get enough suggestions of other versions of the game, we'll come back to this matter and release a part two to this episode. The oldest version of the game is that of five-card draw and is typically played with two to five players. With betting, it consists of the ante followed by two rounds of betting. When it comes to that of the pot, it is created through the ante. With how we played when we were children, each player threw in a single chip, except for the dealer who threw in two, with these chips constituting the lowest-valued chips. But with that said, let's take a look at the official rules. The first player found to the dealer's left is to put in the first blind, which is known as the small blind. From there, the second player found to the dealer's left is to put in the second blind, which is known as the big blind. The reason why they're called the small blind and the big blind is that the small blind is a smaller bet when compared to that of the big blind. And the reason why they're called blinds is because they're made without the players knowing what cards they are going to receive. Each player will receive five cards face down and can discard or draw up to five cards after the first round of betting. In order for a player to claim the pot, they will have to possess the highest hand at the showdown. The first round of betting starts with the player that is found to the left of the player who made the big blind. When the first round of betting occurs, players will get the chance to discard any number of cards found in their hand and draw an equal amount of cards from the top of the deck. Players can even decide to not discard any cards if they like, which is known as staying. After each player that is still in the game has either exchanged their cards or have stayed, a second round of betting is to occur. After this second round of betting occurs, the showdown will occur with the player that possesses the highest hand winning the pot. But if there are identical hands, the pot is to be split accordingly. Next, we have stud poker, which we grew up calling five-card stud. Similar to that of five-card draw, it varies from it due to the first card that is dealt to each player being done face down with all subsequent cards being dealt face up. With the initial dealing of cards, the first card is dealt face down to each player with the second card being dealt face up. Regarding the remaining three cards, they're dealt out in subsequent rounds. Each player is able to look at their own down card when dealt. Regarding the first face up card, the player that possesses the highest card will get to bet first. But if they decide to check, then gameplay will proceed on to the next player and so on. But if one of the other players makes a bet, then each player that checked will have to call, raise, or fold when play returns to them. For every player that didn't fold, they will receive another card, face-up, with the best face-up hand going first. As long as there are at least two people still in play, this process will continue until each player possesses one face-down card and four face-up cards. If the showdown is reached, then each player will show their hand and a winner determined. With 7-card stud, it is similar to that of 5-card stud, except that 7 cards are dealt through multiple rounds instead of 5. With the initial dealing of cards, the first two cards are dealt face-down to each player, with the third card being dealt face-up. Regarding the first face-up card, the player that possesses the lowest card and suit will get to bet first. This is the only time where suits will play a role during the game with the order of sequence from highest to lowest being that of spades hearts diamonds and clubs from there dealing and betting will occur as described under five card stud with the highest valued hand going first for each round of betting thereafter but if there's ever a tie between the players regarding the highest hands then the player found closest to the dealer's left will go first With the dealing of the seventh and final card, it is dealt face down to each player who is still in the game with betting occurring based upon the best hand that is found in the visible cards. But if the situation arises where there aren't enough cards left to give each player their final card, then one community card is to be placed face up in the center of the table and is to be shared by all of the remaining players. When it comes time for the showdown, the player that possesses the highest five card hand from the seven cards that they're dealt will win the pot. With seven card stud, there are some variants to it as well. First, we have seven card stud low. The player that possesses the highest card by suit is required to make the first bet with each subsequent player deciding if they are going to call, raise, or fold. In each subsequent turn, the player with the lowest hand will initiate betting but if there's ever a tie between the players regarding the lowest hands, then the player found closest to the dealer's left will go first. Play and betting will occur, as described earlier, with standard seven-card stud. It is worth noting that if a player receives their final down card that should have been dealt to another player will have to keep it if it was intermingled with their other down cards, or there was the possibility that they looked at the card's value, the player who was missed will have to be given the next card in the deal. Second, we have seven-card stud high. The player that possesses the lowest card by suit is required to make the first bet with each subsequent player deciding if they are going to call, raise, or fold. In each subsequent turn, the player with the highest hand will initiate betting. But if there's ever a tie between the players regarding the highest hands, then the player found closest to the dealer's left will go first. Play and betting will occur, as described earlier, with standard seven-card stud. It is worth noting that if a player receives their final down card that should have been dealt to another player will have to keep it if it was intermingled with their other down cards or there was the possibility that they looked at the card's value. The player who was missed will have to be given the next card in the deal. Third, we have 7-card stud high-low. With this version of the game, it is similar to that of what has already been described but with the following alterations. The players will get to create the hands that are highest and or lowest value using five of the seven total cards. There is also no qualifier needed. There is no declaration during play if someone is going for a high or low hand. When it comes time for the showdown, the pot is to be split between that of the highest and lowest qualifying hands. For split limit or structured games, the lower limit will apply on the first two betting rounds unless an open pair exists. But with the final three betting rounds only the higher limit is allowed to be made if playing seven card stud high low eight or better in order for a hand to qualify as the lowest value hand the player will have to have created a hand that possesses a card that is no higher than that of an eight if the dealer is going to run out of cards before all of the active players possess a complete hand then the following process is to be used Instead of dealing an individual card out to each player, then they will burn a card followed by dealing out a common card for all of the players to use. If only a few of the players are sharing a common card, then no more betting is to occur. If there aren't enough cards to deal out a common card, or the common card is the last card of the deck, then the dealer will shuffle the burn cards followed by dealing out a common card. From there, action will start with the hand that possesses the highest card that is the last face-up card. With split eight or better, a qualifier of eight or better is needed in order to be considered for the lower half of the pot. The low card, as measured by suit, will initiate betting during the first round. Regarding the ace, it counts as a high card for this purpose. Fourth, we have Texas Hold'em. It is able to be played with two to ten players and consists of four betting rounds. Each player receives two cards, which are to be kept secret, with the other five cards dealt face up in the center of the table and are shared by all of the players. During the showdown, the player with the highest hand will win the pot. Before any cards are dealt, the pot is to be formed through an ante. The first player that is found to the dealer's left is to put in the first bet, which consists of the small blind. From there, the player found to this player's left is to put in the second bet, which consists of the big blind. From there, each player is dealt two cards face down, which are known as the private cards. With the first round of betting, the player found to the left of the big blind player will go first by either calling, raising, or folding. When this round of betting comes to an end, the first three community cards are dealt face-up and placed into the center of the table with the second round of betting to occur. This round is also known as the flop, and it starts with the player found to the dealer's left. When that round of betting is over, the fourth community card is dealt face-up, starting the third round of betting. In addition to this, the betting in this round is double that of the previous round. Once that is done, the fifth and final community card is dealt, and the last round of betting is to occur. When this final round of betting is done, the showdown is performed with the highest hand winning the pot. But if the players possess identical hands, then the pot is to be split. Fifth, we have Omaha. Also known as Omaha High Poker, it is similar to that of Texas Hold'em, but with a few exceptions. First, each player is dealt four cards face-down instead of two. Second, each player will have to use exactly two of their private cards and three of the community cards during showdown. With Omaha High-Low, it uses the same rules for Omaha, but with each player creating the highest and or lowest values qualifying hand to win. During showdown, the pot is split between the high hand and the lowest qualifying hand. If playing Omaha high-low eight or better, in order for a hand to qualify as the lowest value hand, the player will have to have created a hand that possesses a card that is no higher than that of an eight. With split eight or better, a qualifier of eight or better is needed in order to be considered for the lower half of the pot. Sixth, we have Whiskey Poker. It sees each player ante up an agreed upon amount of chips into the pool, which don't count as either bets or raises. From there, the dealer will deal out five cards to each player, one at a time, each round. This includes dealing a card to a widow hand, which is to occur before the dealer deals themselves a card. With the widow hand, it is to remain face down. Once play begins, each player, starting with the player found to the dealer's left, has the chance to exchange their hand for that of the widow, which will then be placed face up upon the table. With that said, said player can choose to pass or knock in order to indicate that they are satisfied with the hand that they possess. But if a player takes the widow, then any following player will be able to exchange any one of their cards for any one of the cards found in the now exposed widow. They can also exchange their entire hand. This process will continue until someone knocks. If no one takes the widow when the passing process reaches the dealer, then the dealer will either take it or turn it up for every player to draw from it. The moment that a player knocks, it means that they are not going to draw any more cards, for they have all of the cards that they want. But if a player knocks before the widow is taken, then the widow is to be turned face up immediately. After the player knocks, each of the other players will have the option to draw one card from the widow. From there, each player will show their hands in the showdown with the best hand taking the pot. Seventh, we have wild cards. With this version of the game, various cards have the possibility of being designated as a wild card. With this wild card, it is specified by the holder to possess any rank or suit to help them complete their hand. With the use of wild cards, they come in the following forms. With the joker, when the player that holds this card in their hand, they can declare the value of the joker to be whatever they desire. With the bug, it is when the joker is used, but its wildness is limited where it will only count as an ace, a card of any suit so that a flush can be made, a card of any rank so that a straight can be made, or a card of any rank and suit so that a straight flush can be made. When deuces are wild, it will cause every two to be wild. There are even times when a joker is included into the deck so that a fifth wild card is available. It is worth noting that the number of wilds that are found in the hand won't diminish its value. When it comes to that of one-eyed cards, they consist of the king of diamonds, the jack of spades, and the jack of hearts. When the one-eyed cards are declared wild, it typically consists of the jacks with the king rarely being selected. But with that said, all three cards can be used in this situation. Finally, we have the lowest hole card acting as a wild when it comes to that of stud poker, while the lowest card found in the player's hand acting as wild when it comes to that of draw poker. When said card is designated, it is limited to every card of that given rank found in the player's hand, not the same card rank for that of every other player. Eighth, we have jackpots. With this version of the game, no player is able to open the pot for purposes of drawing cards or to make a bet unless they hold a pair of jacks or better. Anyone who possesses this hand can open with any betting amount that is within the betting limit. Once the pot has been opened, play will continue as normal with the other players being able to draw or not, provided that they put in the necessary amount to call the opening bet. With the player who opened a jackpot, will have to place their discard under the chips found in the pot, while none of the other players are allowed to put their discard there. Sometimes, jackpots is played with only two players anteing up with one of them being the age. With both antis, they are withdrawn without playing of their hands with the next pot being that of a jack. Another approach is to make the first deal of the game be a jack with a buck being placed into the pot along with the chips. The winner of the pot will also take the buck. And when it comes to said player engaging in dealing, the hand is to be that of a jack with the buck being placed into the pot, once again with the winner of the pot also taking the buck. This repeats itself as the game progresses. It is also possible for the players to agree that if a hand is unusually strong is shown during a call, the next deal is to be a jack. It is even possible for the entire round to be jacks. And if no one is able to open a jackpot then each player is to put in a single chip of the lowest value with dealing being passed to the next player this will continue until someone is able to open and a player isn't obliged to open even if they possess an opener however if they pass then said player can't come in and open if all of the other players decide to pass when it comes to betting the opener has the option of going first If they decide not to, then the player found to their left will. If a raise occurs before the opener draws, then the opener will have to show their entire hand to the table. But if the opener drew cards, is still in the pot, but will not bet or raise, then the opener will only need to show the initial cards before the draw. If the opener possesses a pair along with four cards of a flush or straight, then the opener has the option to split their pair in order to draw for a stronger hand. The opener's discard will always be placed under the chips found in the pot, but this doesn't make them obligated to announce the interest in splitting. But if the opener doesn't possess the necessary qualifications to open, then the opener's hand is dead and will forfeit whatever they put into the pot if they discover the error before they draw. Those who bet on a false opening will go on and play for the pot as if it was a legitimate open, and if the false opener doesn't discover their mistake until after drawing cards, then they will have to ante up for all of the other players during the next jack. But if they play their pat hand and the other players draw cards, then the opener won't have to perform this penalty. Ninth, we have High Chicago and Low Chicago. With both of these versions, they are able to be played along with any stud high game. With High Chicago, which is simply known as Chicago, it sees the player that possesses the highest face-down spade receiving half the pot. With Low Chicago, the player that possesses the lowest face-down spade receives half of the pot with the Ace of Spades constituting as the lowest spade. But if the player that possesses the highest hand also possesses the highest and lowest face-down spades, then they will receive the entire pot since they have won both sides of the bet. Tenth, we have Follow the Queen. With this version of the game, it is a seven-card stud game that employs a wild card during gameplay. When determining this wild card, it is the card that is immediately dealt face-up after any queen is dealt face-up during the dealing process. In the event that the final face-up card is dealt is a queen, then all queens are considered to be wild. But if none of the face-up cards are queens, then there is to be no wilds in play for that given hand. Eleventh, we have Countdown. With this variant of the game, it operates off of five-card draw that possesses four rounds of betting that is constructed in the following manner. After the first round of betting, then each player will be able to replace up to three of the cards found in their hand. After the second round of betting, each player will be able to replace up to two cards found in their hand. After the final round of betting, each player will be able to replace a single card found in their hand. After the final round of betting, any players that haven't folded will engage in the showdown with the highest hand winning. And when players replace cards from their hand, they'll have to pay a cost into the pot in order to do so for every card that they replace. And this card cost doubles each round of play. Twelfth, we have 5-0 poker. This version of the game is played by only two players, where both players will have to play five hands simultaneously, where each hand consists of five cards. With four of the five cards that are found in each hand, they are placed face up. Once all five hands have been dealt out, there is to be a single round of betting, with the winner being determined by each hand being matched to the corresponding hand of the opposing player. The player that possesses the stronger hand found in three or more of these pairings will be deemed the winner unless one of the players folds during the betting round. But if a player manages to beat their opponent with all five of their hands, then it is known as a 5-0 win. And 13th, we have dealer's choice. With dealer's choice, it gives the dealer the right to name what form of poker is to be played, designate the ante, if wilds are to be used, and what the maximum limit is to be when it comes to that of wagering during any given round. But with that said, the dealer can't require one player to ante more than that of any other player. But if a game such as Jack Potts is selected and no one opens up the betting, then the same dealer will deal again with everyone anteing up for the new hand. Before ending this episode, there is a related game that we'd like to touch upon here. It is known as Guts, which is a family of games that is a cousin to that of poker instead of actually being a variant of it. This family consists of a hand that is of three cards or less, uses a similar ranking system for its hands, and it possesses multiple rounds of betting. We'll cover this family of games further down the road, but if enough support is given, we'll do what we can to address it sooner. And with that said, this will bookend the main series pertaining to How to Go About Playing the Game Poker. We hope that you found this to be helpful and allowed you to better understand how to go about playing the game. As time progresses and any updates get put out for the community, we will return to these episodes and update them accordingly to better reflect the changes that have been made to the game. With the nature of Checkpoint Gaming, we want to present the most up-to-date version of the game as possible to those who wish to play. So with that said, we hope you enjoyed our series pertaining to how to go about playing poker. If you liked this episode, feel free to give it a like, and if you want to stay up to date on any future episodes we upload, go ahead and subscribe. You can also support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com checkpointgaming. See you in the next episode, and happy gaming.